0: everyone it's John and Ben and welcome back to Santa by the Minute the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the movie one minute at a time and this week we are on minute number 70. I can't believe we've been doing this for (laughs) 70 weeks. I think you say that at the top of every single show. (laughs) How about we get right into it I'm gonna start cracking my knuckles because I'm so excited.
1: Yeah you don't crack your knuckles I do though.
0: Oh, no. Uh. (laughs) So our minute, our last minute, rather, our last minute ended as BZ was explaining to Towser what his master plan was, how this particular Christmas, the something special deliveries from Patch would be free, but the following Christmas, it would be bigger and better, and he would start charging money. Towser asks... How much? And then BZ said, I don't know, 100, 200? And that's where our minute picks up here in minute 70. 200? Where would they get that kind of money? We went over, I, th- I think we went over in pretty good detail the interior of the toy warehouse slash factory last week.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I, I don't think there's anything that we didn't notice last time.
0: But BZ doesn't care where those potential customers get their money as long as it comes rolling in.
1: Care where they get it, so long as it comes rolling in.
0: And while he's doing this, we kind of alluded to that a few seconds ago. But he's cracking his knuckles. Mm-hmm. Ah,
1: it's a wonderful thing, cracking your knuckles. The pleasantest sound in the world. Yes, there is no sound that's more pleasant than cracking of the knuckles.
0: I'm going to guess uh, the the sound effect man must have added added in some cracking sound effects. I don't know if that's really John goes knuckles cracking.
1: It can't be. That doesn't sound like a natural <laughs> knuckle cracking at all.
0: And uh, if you, you keep your eyes open, this knuckle cracking uh, comes back a little bit later. Towser points ahead and asks BZ, What's he building in there?
1: So according to the book, this uh, patch office here where they have, it was dispatch office and he crossed off the dis- so it's just Patch, office. According to the book, there should be a big sign on this that says keep out. Because Patch demanded secrecy and security.
0: I have to ask, um, would you count this? It's a pun about an elf. It doesn't use the word elf, but would you consider this an elf pun? No. Oh, yeah. Because the D.I.S. in dispatch over the double doors of the dispatch office is X'd out with a red X, maybe tape. Mm -hmm. So now it's just patch office. Mm -hmm. Very clever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't count this as a pun.
0: You wouldn't count it as a pun?
1: Mm -mm. So from the book, we have uh, patch demanded secrecy and security measures reluctantly, BZ gave in because he didn't want to offend his golden goose. And this particular time of BZ and Towser going into this section was the first time they had dared to intrude on Patch's work area for weeks.
0: Because BZ has said he isn't sure what Patch is building in there.
1: I'm not sure. He says it's the uh, delivery
0: system. I would think a controlling guy like BZ would demand more details about where his money is going.
1: Yeah, well, he's afraid of making Patch mad because it's like his only option to get back into the good graces of people buying his stuff.
0: So BZ knocks on the door. And we see Patch opening it. Yes, we brought the prototypes for uh, it. Uh, Let me see them. And here comes the big reveal. What could this special toy possibly be? Now, this is a childhood memory (laughs) that unlocked in your brain over this part.
1: Yes. Up until this point, they have been talking about making some great toy because of great toy maker, great toy giver, or seller, or whatever. And then they open this briefcase. And when you're a kid, you're like, ooh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And then it's lollipops. These are not toys. These are lollipops. And when I was a kid, I was so disappointed in this. It's like it's just candy.
0: (laughs) We've been going off on this a lot because it didn't even occur to me until these past couple of weeks it's like, it's not a toy. Stop calling no. it a toy. A toy and a candy are two different things. And you would think Towser, the head of research and development, would point this out. You know, like, there's a whole different set of safety standards and protocols we have to go through to produce something edible than yeah. something that a child plays with.
1: And so apparently, according to the book, each one of these different shapes and sizes, they're all different flavors. What? But we don't know because Patch doesn't actually taste any of them. He just points to one and calls it good.
0: Yeah, I think the book took a little liberties there because these are just like the molds. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say, oh, this one is grape and this one is cherry or anything.
1: Yeah. And then it also, he points to the smallest one, but when they're actually getting made, aren't they more like the bigger circle one?
0: I don't know. You're going to have to take your... Uh,
1: We're going to have to wait, I guess. Yeah,
0: you're going to have to take a screenshot. But yeah, I yeah. think it is a little bit bigger than that little one that he points to. Yeah. So one of them looks like a big old paddle.
1: <laughs> yeah, that apparently is an all-day sucker. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And there's a square one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then what kind of one of those cylinder-type shaped ones.
1: Yeah, it's like a cone.
0: A oh, cone shape. like a cone,
1: yeah, yeah. And then two traditional, like, round circle lollipops. Not sphere ones, just round circle ones.
0: So when Patch first opens the door, you can kind of see bits and pieces of what will eventually become his delivery system.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: He's holding a, like, a toy soldier in his hand. That will come back later.
1: There's also one on the table behind his head. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: And we see, like, the plans. It's not really blueprints, but the plans of what he's trying to build. You can't really... Maybe it's like the engine or something. Or maybe it's an overhead shot of the what will become the patch mobile.
1: I think it's an overhead shot of what it is.
0: And then other than that all we see are like various paint cans. Yeah. It doesn't look like too much is actually going on in that room.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think he's too far ahead too far in.
0: Does the book say how long he's been working on it?
1: Just a couple of weeks. So I don't know exact amount.
0: Before we get too much further into this particular minute, I have to thank you for changing my entire outlook on these uh, these interactions between Patch and BZ. Because remember when we were in their office and mm-hmm. Patch was kind of laughing along when BZ said he was no angel? Yeah. And I, I always write it as like Patch being, you know, pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Not slow as in stupid, but just like, uh, you know. Gullible. Not, yeah, yeah, kind of gullible, naive, not yeah. not picking up on the cues, not exactly sure why he's laughing while BZ's laughing. Yeah. But you read it as uh, Patch going, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And now it like all clicked with me. It's like, you know, Patch deep down has to know he is doing something a bit naughty himself. You know, He's actually mm-hmm. stolen the Stardust from the North Pole. Mm-hmm. And kind of going behind Santa's back to do all of this. So he can kind of relate to BZ on that level. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to thank you for making me see some of these interactions (laughs) in a new light.
1: You're welcome.
0: (laughs) So Patch asks to see the prototypes. Towser opens the briefcase and we see the various prototypes. We just described them for you guys. And Patch picks one. I'm going to see which one he points to. Yep, he does point to the... A little one. Yeah, he does point to the smallest one in the case. T-talser. T-talser. Oh, oh. Uh, that one. What color? Patch hasn't really put a lot of thought into what this thing's actually going to look like.
1: No. I think Patch is more interested in making this delivery service vehicle or system, whatever it's going to be, um, than he is anything else. Kind of like. Back at the North Pole, he spent all of his time building his little patch toy machine, but he didn't really put much thought into um, how how the toys would come out the other end. This is kind of the same thing. Like, who's making these? So, this just kind of this just kind of seeped into my brain from this. Now, Towser is bringing these prototypes. Right?
0: That's correct.
1: Why? If BZ doesn't have any other employees other than Patch and a few office people, where are the prototypes coming from? Like, shouldn't that be what Patch is going to be making? Or, like, do they have a whole other factory out there with people just designing this stuff for Patch? That wouldn't be very...
0: No, Towser is single-handedly designing these prototypes in his research and development office.
1: So, yeah, but then, but why? Because Patch is going to have to build this whatever machine they're going to make them with. So... Wouldn't Patch just come up with what the shape is going to be when he's making the machine? I feel like this is a pointless discussion unless they have someone making machinery for Patch.
0: I'm, I'm, Would they try- make- I'm trying to think on my feet here, trying to see if we can fill in the gaps, but I'm coming up with nothing. <laughs> because later on in the movie, you know, for Christmas too, you know, we see Patch in like some uh, boiler room cranking out the candy canes with a device of his own making right which you would assume that would have to have been what he had built also to make the uh, lollipops right well maybe this is a way Pat just wanted bz and towser to feel involved in the process
1: maybe maybe towser is getting him the like cookie cutter shape for the circles for the lollipops
0: there we go okay All right, I guess we can go with that. And can we just say, I just want to say right now that uh, Jeffrey Kramer as Towser is the star of this minute.
1: Oh, for sure. (laughs) Minute
0: 70 of Santa Claus the movie is his minute to shine. Yes. Because Patch has just asked uh, Towser, what color does he like? Uh, What color do you like? And Towser, of course, responds. I like pews. Right away. He didn't have to think. (laughs) He likes Puce. He must really like Puce.
1: He must. I mean, it's like, it takes about .1 seconds for him to say, I like Puce.
0: And uh, speaking of no time to think, it's like, I don't know, it must be like a knee-jerk reaction for BZ, because I'm not even sure BZ would know what Puce was. But he like sneers at Towser and goes, you would. You would? (laughs) Because Patch doesn't even know what Puce is. What's
1: Puce? Well, I mean, to be fair, Patch only deals with the primary colors. You never see him dealing with anything other than red, yellow, and blue, and green.
0: So Patch does ask what's puce to which Towser responds. It's like fuchsia, but a shade less lavender and a bit more pink. So I think this is a good time to hit the old pause button and talk about the color puce. So here I am. I have the Wikipedia page for the color puce pulled up here. Are are you excited?
1: Uh, Yeah, I am. I'm on the edge of my seat.
0: Take a deep dive into Towser's favorite color. <laughs> now, Wikipedia uh, describes puce as a dark red or purple brown color, a brownish purple, or a dark reddish brown.
1: There's no pink in there at
0: all. Yeah. It does, not descri- <laughs> it does not describe puce as, uh, like, fuchsia, but a shade less lavender and a bit more pink. The Oxford English Dictionary dates the first English use of puce as a color to 1778, so it's been around long enough, so Pat should have been aware of it, you know?
1: Yeah, but it came in, into existence um, while he was at the North Pole.
0: The name comes from the French word puce, or flea, which comes from the Latin word for flea. According to the Oxford English Dictionary of English, the first French use of pews as a color name, meaning flea color, dates what? back to the 17th century.
1: <laughs> Does, is that because it's the same color as the blood that you wipe up off the table? I, I'm so confused. So confused. The uh, color flea pe- as in insect, right?
0: Uh, that's what I was assuming. <laughs>
1: I, that, I don't understand the association.
0: Yes, when I mouse over the underlined flea here, it does bring up the, uh, the flea, as in the little hoppy thing that you don't want to land on your pets.
1: I don't understand the correlation.
0: <laughs> the color puce became popular in the late 18th century in France. It appeared in clothing at the court of Louis 16th and was said to be the favorite color of Marie Antoinette. Though there are no portraits of her wearing it. And uh, Victor Hugo uh, made a reference to puce in Les Miserables. There are also some other popular culture uh, references to the color puce on the Wikipedia page. But I I am, I can't believe this. There is no reference to Santa Claus the Movie on the puce page of Wikipedia.
1: We need to add one.
0: So here are uh, what is listed on Wikipedia in popular culture for puce. In vintage bottle collecting, the hobby of vintage bottle collecting, puce is amongst the most desirable colors.
1: How does it get on that website over vintage bottle collecting over Santa Claus the
0: movie? In King Arthur Legends, Sir Gareth fights Sir Paramones, who is called the Puce Knight. It's like, okay, King Arthur, Arthur, I can see that getting on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, okay. Right below King Arthur is, in an episode of The Golden Girls, Blanche thinks she's pregnant after taking a pregnancy test. She shows it to the others, and Rose remarks she once had drapes the same color, and refers to it as puce. I just did a home pregnancy test. It's right here. like a perfume sample it starts out red and then if it doesn't change color if it stays red they say you're not pregnant but if you are pregnant then it turns light pink or light gray i had drapes that color once i think it's called puce is that what is? i always wonder that's what the decorator told me (laughs) so we went from the legend of king arthur to the uh, the golden girls here on wikipedia for puce okay and, of course, the only other Puse reference that I uh, that would come to mind for me is mentioned here, that in Disney Pixar's Monsters Incorporated, Mike instructs Sully to leave the Puse folder behind when filing paperwork on his behalf. Yes. We're going on my desk, Sully. The pink copies go to accounting, the future ones go to purchasing, and the goldenrod ones go to Roz.
1: <gasps> leave the Puse! No, the future ones go to purchasing, the goldenrod ones go to Roz. Man, I have no idea what Puse is.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. So yeah, it's not even mentioned here. How is that possible?
1: I have no idea. It needs to be. This is an iconic part of the movie.
0: Like we made a lot of Wikipedia Santa Claus the movie jokes here yeah. on this podcast. We like, we, we like to goof around here. But this, this is a legit outrage.
1: <laughs> this needs to be on there.
0: <laughs> I wonder if I can hit the edit button right now.
1: Add it. Real time, we're adding it.
0: Welcome to Wikipedia. Anyone can edit, and every improvement helps. I added this right after King Arthur. In Santa Claus the Movie, 1985, Jeffrey Kramer's character, Towser, picks the color pews for the color of Patch the Elf's dudley moore lollipop he describes the color as quote like fuchsia but a shade less lavender but a bit more pink he also mentions to his boss bz john lithgow that if the lollipop is a success the company can come out with a puce juice very nice all right i'm gonna hit the submit button okay hopefully hopefully uh, nobody deletes it <laughs> i even made the little links to redirect to uh, santa claus the movie uh-huh jeffrey kramer uh-huh Dudley Moore Yep Fuchsia Lavender <laughs> Pink And John Lithgow Nice I know it's very professional So listeners at home Now hopefully by the time this episode goes live No Wikipedia editor has deleted my reference to Santa Claus the movie from the Puce Wikipedia page
1: I, I took a screenshot
0: Oh nice <laughs> I think that looks really good
1: yeah, good job. Now we have fixed we have fixed knowledge there. There was a gap in the puce knowledge. Now everyone knows. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I am quite the old timer when it comes to the internet, but I have never edited a Wikipedia entry before, so this is a historic occasion. I yes. can check I can check this off the old bucket list.
1: <laughs> You've contributed.
0: <laughs> yes. My one contribution to the internet. <laughs> Well, that was fun, but let's get back to the movie. And Ben, you know, it would not be a 1980s family-friendly movie without a little casual homophobia. Because after Towser describes the color puce to Patch, BZ says, Towser, sometimes I wonder about you. And unfortunately, there's no other way to read that line.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, I think when I was a kid... I took it as that he just thought Towser was weird.
0: But now... When I was a
1: kid. When I was a kid.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: I just thought he meant that Towser was just strange. An oddball. He was just cuckoo, you know? And uh, now, through adult eyes, I see that completely differently.
0: But BZ is wondering about Towser because, oh, he didn't pick a more masculine or traditionally what is considered a more masculine color. Like, he didn't go... Navy blue or camouflage—I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> camouflage puce pops.
1: Well, I think that Towser was very smart with the color choice puce because uh, even though it is a little bit more on like the pink family side, it's not like like neon pink or anything. You know, like, I think a lot of people would be perfectly fine with a puce-colored lollipop.
0: Patch is totally fine with puce, though. It's fine, puce-in, as long as it tastes good. So he hasn't even put any consideration into what this thing is going to taste like. So is that another responsibility of BZ and Towser, is to come up with what it's going to taste like? Exactly my point. They're toy makers, they're not candy makers.
1: So who's doing this? Who's, if, if patch is not creating the lollipops in the flavor of the lollipops what is he doing
0: well obviously building the delivery system but well, yeah still. but
1: he needs to build what he's delivering
0: Groot he's, should have run away with B- uh Groot should have run away with patch too
1: i just don't get it i don't understand I need someone to explain it to me.
0: Now, this is why normal people don't watch a movie one minute at a time (laughs) and question every single word of the movie.
1: (laughs) Well, what fun is that? I
0: know. What fun would that be? (laughs) Patch then abruptly shuts the door. Beezy tries to ask him, aren't you going to show us the... But... It's all for naught. Patch isn't going to show anybody anything. If this catches on, we can come out with a liquid version. Puce juice. (laughs) That has to be the best line of the minute. A a classic line of Santa Claus the movie. The liquid version or puce juice. I wonder what that would taste like. No idea. I think of the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, prune juice, but I hope puce juice doesn't taste like prune juice.
1: (laughs) I was thinking it'd be some sort of, like, a raspberry flavor. Oh, yeah. Like a berry flavor.
0: And, as we say many times, if this movie had been more successful, you could probably go to Starbucks around the holidays and ask for your puce juice.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, they have (laughs) the pinkity-drinkity. It would be pretty close, you know?
0: We'll have to do that someday. We can pretend that we're having a puce juice. We'll get whatever, uh... (laughs) instagram starbucks drink is hot at the moment <laughs> and pretend that dr eric Towser's dream came true mm-hmm. yes and the lollipop was a huge success
1: we'll have to design our own cups sort to say like <laughs> peace
0: juice and now our minute ends with literally one second of a very familiar sleeve and hand carving a wooden figurine of a very familiar face but we will talk more about that next week. Santa yeah. just ma- barely managed to squeeze into the minute.
1: <laughs> we think it's Santa.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 90% sure. That looks like his sleeve. It would be funny if it was a fake out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wait till next week. But in my head, it's like, oh, man, I thought Santa sat out a lot longer of this mm-hmm. movie. But maybe it just feels like a long time that we haven't seen Santa even when it's only been, what, like five minutes or so?
1: Yeah, it hasn't been very long.
0: You'll have to bring up bring up the breakdown. Because technically this is Santa's return to the movie here.
1: Okay. All right. So we are on minute seventy. So Santa was not in one, two, three, four, five. Five minutes. Oh, I was
0: right. My guess was right. Santa has been yep. absent from the screen for five minutes. So anything else to add about Pews or Lollipops or PewS juice or
1: No, I I don't have anything else to add.
0: This is quite the eventful minute. I mean, you're going to have a lot to edit out, but it was very (laughs) eventful because we kept recording that entire time I was punching into the keyboard in Wikipedia.
1: Yeah, I I have a long chunk in there in the middle to delete, but...
0: Come back next week for some Mopey Santa. That'll be yes. fun. Ho- hope you guys like Mopey Santa because uh, <laughs> he's going to be around a little bit.
1: He's going to be around for the next 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we are at Santa Minute on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: You can also email us Santa by the minute. At gmail.com. And as always, you can come back each and every Wednesday for a brand new episode, and you can listen to each and every one of those episodes. For free! Christmas. Hi, everyone, it's John and Ben. And welcome back to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the Movie, one, one minute, minute at a time. One minute at
1: a time. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> let's do let's do it again. Let's do it again. Don't <laughs> I didn't mean to keep talking. <laughs>